Welcome to your favorite F word podcast, where we dive deep into conversations around food, fitness, feelings, with the occasional fuck thrown in. We're your hosts, Sarah and Nicola, owners of Paradigm Nutrition and Performance, nutrition coaches, besties, and most importantly, humans. This show is for coaches, self-growth-oriented folks, active humans, or anyone looking to deepen their understanding and relationship with food, movement, and themselves. Thanks for tuning in, and we cannot wait to share this space with you. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Your Favorite F Word. Sarah and Nicola here today. And today we wanted to talk about something that I think is definitely talked about in the fitness space, um, but something that maybe we are quick to dismiss um, or something that we have a harder time focusing on when we're like in the shit, in the middle of it. Um, in our fitness journey. And that is going to be talking about non-scale indicators of progress. So right now where we're at, we're getting ready to come into holiday season. So this is going to be a really important thing to keep in mind as we're going through that time. Um, but it's also really important if we are working through a reverse diet, if we are in a maintenance phase um, and toying with this idea that like we're not making progress, um, or if you are not working with a coach and you're starting a nutrition plan on your own and you're trying to figure out like whether or not it's working, all of these are great situations to have these considerations through. I was just listening so hard. I just blanked out. I was like, <laughs> oh, I'm part of this too. <laughs> Welcome. What's up? So yeah, I mean, I think we have this conversation so often with our clients, um, with each other and like our business too. Um, but it is so good to have a handful of things that you're using to assess like your own progress, your own journey and your own definitions of success. Because when we start to focus just on one thing, which for most of us, um, especially like when we're talking specifically about nutrition becomes like the scale because generally weight loss is a main thing that we coach people through or that people come in thinking that they want. And so we mm -hmm. can get really hung up on that one little number. Like Sarah said, like you probably hear about this a lot on social media and so many people talk about it, but I think because it is so important, it has so many applications for different areas of your life too. So um, let's maybe talk about like why it sucks to just focus on the scale first. I mean, so many reasons. Um, one of the biggest things I think is our expectations around a number on the scale and the fact that the scale is usually the slowest marker to make any movement. Um, so not only does progress generally when it comes to our weight on the scale happen slower than we want it to. I also think that a lot of us have this idea that our quote unquote goal body is correlated to a certain weight on the scale. Mm -hmm. And that definitely is not the case. And, and for, I think for ourselves and a lot of our clients, we've recognized that our quote unquote goal body, whether that's an aesthetic, a feeling it exists at a weight that we didn't necessarily think it would. Um, and a weight that's a little bit more than we thought it would. I think that's a pretty common experience. Yeah. 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 I mean, a question I ask my clients a lot when we're kind of like in a spot where maybe they're getting hung up on the scale is 
would you give a shit about the number you saw when you stepped on it if you felt the way you wanted to feel and like majority of people say absolutely not like I wouldn't give a shit what it said um and it's interesting to me the people who say like no I would still care and I think there's a lot to dive into with that situation like why is that number so important Mm -hmm. but I think for the most part recognizing that you will probably be shocked at what you'll weigh at this idea of like goal body or like feeling exactly how you want to feel yeah Yeah. And then another thing that we need to think about with using the scale is that the scale fluctuates for so many reasons beyond body composition change. And even when we are working towards body composition change, that progress is not going to be linear. So we're not going to see a consistent downward trend on the scale. Well, a downward trend maybe, um, but that doesn't mean that every day the scale is going to be going down, that there's not going to be times where the scale is coming up a few pounds. That shit's going to fluctuate a lot. And if we're using that as a sole indicator of progress and not recognizing that those fluctuations are normal, it can get in our heads a lot if we wake up and the scale is up a few pounds from the day before. Um, So that's an important consideration as well. Yeah, I mean, I think I have a lot of clients who will like, look at their own weight fluctuations and over time and even if they are trending down if there's a period where it's like there's no difference at all they're either maintaining or things are like going up they have a absolute panic attack Mm -hmm. um and we have to kind of like walk through what might be going on and looking at other areas in which they're succeeding in order to drive them forward and help them see like there is momentum and there is um, a reason why things are happening like this. Mm-hmm. And there is more to work through beyond just like that quote unquote, like weight plateau. And oftentimes the clients I have who see the most success, um, when we're talking about weight loss specifically are ones who have been okay with, or who have not quit when the scale goes up or maintains at a certain level, um, working through those kind of things and being able to tweak and adjust and be happy with where you're at in the process too helps big time. Mm-hmm. Not, not easy. We're not saying no, any of this not is easy, um, but it's definitely something that we, could all strive towards. And that would have like a huge positive impact on our overall progress towards those goals, but also just like enjoyment of the process in general. Right. So recognizing that, yeah, it's not going to be easy. And there are going to be times when it feels like things aren't moving. So Mm -hmm. from there, let's talk about what other areas we can look to when that one or two indicators aren't changing the way we want, what else can we focus our attention on in order to keep us feeling motivated to keep going? For sure. We've got a big list here, so we'll just start working (laughs) through them. Um, So first one, and something that I think a lot of us are going to be able to um, be pretty good at building awareness around this is just our energy levels in general. So waking up, feeling energized, right? Feeling less groggy, being able to maintain that energy throughout the day, potentially not having like that afternoon slump. Um, if that's something that's common for you, um, uh, keeping energy like throughout the week, going out throughout the weekend, et cetera. Um, changes in energy levels are a huge, huge sign that our body is doing great. 
Mm -hmm. And a lot of that is like contributed to the fact that you've now learned a little bit more about yourself and what kind of foods make you really feel good, how often you need to eat in order to keep those energy levels up, creating balanced meals. So you're not having like a high, low sugar crash and sugar Mm -hmm. high, things like that are the kind of like cornerstones or the things, the actual actions that our folks are taking in order to feel those kind of energy, um, that energy stability, I should say, and feel really great. Um, Other things might be like paying more attention to pre and post workout. um, So they're feeling like they're fueled enough to train the way they want. Uh, Maybe they're getting enough sleep. Like there's so many things that could be influencing having more energy. And so just being able to recognize that is big time. Yeah. Tons of different wins inside of that one alone, for sure. Um, if we take that a step further, that energy can also transfer into better performance in the gym. So feeling higher energy in the gym, feeling a greater ability to push hard, to push the intensity, right. To get to that uncomfortable place, um, increasing weight and reps, feeling less fatigue, um, setting PRs, you know, being able to run a longer distance or to do something without feeling as tired, all of those are huge, huge measures of progress um, when it mm-hmm. comes to the food that we're eating. Totally. And I think maybe this is a great place to point out that while you're working towards like a body composition goal, it's really great to have other things you're working on too. Like right mm-hmm. now I have a client who yes, is working on body composition, but she's also set this goal to be able to feel really comfortable running a 10 K. And for her, that really requires like feeling super energetic. Um, And so there's a lot that we're working on within that to help her, of course, achieve the long-term body composition goals. But in the shorter term, what can we do to help her feel like she's getting like better and feeling more amazing each time she goes for a run? Um, So having like smaller goals or more physical goals like that inside of another goal can be really great to keep that momentum going. And the strategies that we're using to reach both of those goals often correlate, right? Mm -hmm. So that's, that's really nice to be able to have kind of that other thing to fall back on. If, if the scale isn't moving or we're feeling like we don't have that progress, um, in our Mm -hmm. body comp for sure. Um, okay. So taking that another kind of in this similar direction, improved recovery, Um, So especially if you're someone who does strength training or CrossFit or high intensity exercise, feeling less sore, feeling more recovered, having motivation to go into the gym and just like feeling ready for training versus going in and just feeling like you got hit by a truck. I always like to get literally hit by a bus. Feel what that feels like. Yeah. 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 Or just like feeling flat is how I usually describe it. Just like you're there and you're going through the motions, but you're not like feeling fired up about it. That Mm -hmm. for me is a big indicator that I need a deload or a rest week. For sure. And, and I mean, those things are going to come up just like Mm -hmm. progress on the scale. Isn't linear. This stuff, none of these measures of progress are necessarily going to be linear. We're going to have those days where we feel like poop in the gym or where we just like, can't push ourselves or where weights are feeling heavy and those are part of it, but we're looking at this like as a whole, Mm -hmm. are we feeling better recovered? Are we feeling more energy, et cetera? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and I mean, I'll just kind of skip ahead to this one because I think it lends itself really well to what we've just been talking about. But sleep, sleep is a huge one that we focus on with our clients. And there is a lot of room for improvement for a lot of people. Um, And so focusing on that for a little while is really beneficial. And sleep is one of those things where by increasing it or improving it, it has so many like trickle down effects. So it will help us with body composition goals. It will help us with our digestion, help us with uh, stress management. in the gym performing and in recovery and in various other places as well Mm -hmm. so being able to say like hey my sleep is getting really better getting really better getting a lot better whether that means like you're falling asleep faster you're sleeping more like solid through the night maybe you're feeling more rested all of those kind of things are huge indicators that you are moving in the right direction Mm -hmm. it's literally I would argue it's the biggest lead domino Like if you were going to focus on one thing, that would be the one thing because it literally affects everything else. And it's unfortunate that our society glorifies like this hustle culture and like, I'll sleep when I'm dead and like sleep is for the week and stuff like that. Um, Because I think we can get wrapped up in that feeling that we need to be like doing more, working more. It's almost like we like brag about how much how good we can function on little sleep or like how much caffeine we needed to drink today, you know, Um, which is hilarious. I'm the opposite. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We, Nicola and I protect our sleep. Like, oh man, very like at nine hours. (laughs) Yeah. You're I'm like, I'm like seven to eight, but yeah, everyone's a little bit different in that and building some awareness around that. Um, like we said, like has such a trickle down effect. So yeah. Sleep is something that definitely everyone can focus on. Um, beyond that, I mean, I'll jump back up improved food quality. So when we're looking at like the actual nutrition of it, what kind of progress are you making with the actual food that's going in your mouth? Mm -hmm. So one of the biggest things is noticing like you are making more high quality food choices. So selecting more whole foods over processed foods, maybe broadening your like range of foods and eating a more diverse um, selection of foods. Um, what else in there? Uh, a lot of times like just cooking more on your own or mm-hmm. preparing more of your own meals, um, that can have multiple positive benefits. Cause I think that that's a really great one for working on our relationship with food and kind of like building a better connection with food. Um, and with this improved food quality, also enjoying your meals, mm-hmm. right. Um, feeling satisfied both like mentally and physically with your food, um, in terms of quality and quantity, creating balanced meals, right. Including all of those macronutrients, including foods that you truly enjoy, um, removing like this good, bad, or like guilt, shame around food, um, building confidence in your choices and just like your overall awareness, um, and being able to like go into certain situations with confidence, Um, those types of things, those are all huge measures of progress. I can't tell you how many times a client has said like in a check-in, Hey, this thing came up this weekend and it didn't even stress me out. I knew that I was gonna, you know, whatever the, whatever the client's working on, maybe they had a protein shake beforehand, or maybe they knew they were going to be drinking. So they made another choice somewhere else or something like that. Right. Um, and those are huge, huge, huge wins that I think we're like quick to, those ones were pretty quick to dismiss, especially if it wasn't like quote unquote, perfect. Mm -hmm. Um, so all of that there is big. 
Mm -hmm. And I think too, then with like the improvements to nutrition and food quality, um, most folks are seeing improvements to digestion. So Mm -hmm. digestion, feeling better, not feeling bloated or like overly full because they're so much more aware about like the portions that feel satiating, but not overly stuffed, um, choosing foods that again, like support our gut health. Um, so we're seeing like more frequent and like regular poops and like things are feeling really normal and smooth and there's no kind of hiccups or things like that. Um, and I think I said bloating, but that's usually a big one too, that we notice that minimizes for people. And, and that can feel really, really good. Just physically, um, having mm-hmm. great digestion feels really good. And so that's another huge place to be focusing on wins. Yeah. Um, Another one that we talk about lots with our clients is just our overall ways in which we're managing and handling our stress. Um, So building awareness and understanding of where our stress is coming from, what strategies are working for us in terms of managing that stress, um, building resiliency around our stress mindset and how we are moving through it, how we're thinking about it, um, the ways in which we're approaching it. All of those can be huge measures of progress um, and also speak to our abilities to continue progressing and keep, keep the results that we're working towards throughout times when like life gets crazy or shit hits the fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Being able to have that resolve or that resilience to recognize that like, Hey, this is a tough time, but I have these things in place to keep moving forward um, at a pace that like suits me. Mm-hmm. that's huge. Yeah. Um, and I think that makes sense in terms of like our mindset too, in which we always like reflect back when we hear our clients either talking about themselves in new ways. So we see changes towards their self-talk. They're quicker to pick up on their own wins. Um, they're making more decisions that either align with their goals or their core values. Um, they do things like implementing mindfulness more often. So being able to take a pause, reflect, showing signs of greater Mm self-awareness and developing like a a greater growth mindset too. We did a whole podcast on that, but it's something that we see, especially in like the language clients use in their check-ins. Those are all signs that things are moving in the right direction when we can talk to ourselves in a better way, when we can kind of take a step back and be a little bit more clear about the scenario um, and make sure that we have the tools to work through that at like the mental capacity or the mental level. Um, Mm -hmm. That's a huge one and has, again, a ton of like trickle down effects into so many other aspects of your life, be it relationships, career, um, anything like that. Having a solid mindset around you um, having a sense of like your identity and feeling really grounded in that can Mm -hmm. be super big in terms of Um, when we're looking at this, like progress and what we're using to define it, that mindset really helps in so many of those other areas and can be like that driving factor that keeps us going, even when things feel really tough Mm -hmm. or we have trouble, like picking out the wins, at least recognizing that you have the capacity to keep going is like fundamental. Big time. Those are some of our favorite conversations that we have with clients and being able to see a lot of times when individuals sign up for coaching, they have a lot of questions and they're looking to the coach for answers. And as coaches, we are here to help our clients find those answers, but it's really cool to see our clients start coming with the question and the answer. Mm -hmm. You know, they come to a check-in and they say, Hey, 
this is coming up this week. This is how I'm going to tackle it. Or like, I was wondering about this thing. And then I did this reflection or whatever. So those types of mindset shifts are huge in terms of impacting overall life in general and feelings of confidence and fulfillment and happiness and stuff outside of our bodies and our nutrition and movement even. Yep. Love that. Um, another one, the B word boundaries. <laughs> that oh, is, yes. that's a big one too. So being evil and that goes along with mindset and just like building confidence in general of being able to set boundaries, um, to uphold those boundaries, even if that means quote unquote, letting someone else down, um, and really asking for what we need and being able to communicate our needs to ourselves and also to others, right? Those are, those are some areas of progress that we also want to be aware of. Mm -hmm. And I think just like feeling happier and more confident in yourself, Mm -hmm. um, through the things that you're learning in the process and being able to continually show up day to day, improve to yourself, develop that self-efficacy, um, and recognize that, yeah, it's going to be a long process, but the fact that you're willing to stick it out is a huge confidence builder. And so that's a big, big indicator of progress. Mm -hmm. I just thought of another episode we could do on like what confidence actually means Mm. Uh, because I think that gets a little bit confused at times Um, but that'll be a conversation for another day yeah (laughs) Uh, anyways so yeah that is I mean we just gave a whole bunch of different examples there of where we can look to um, other measures beyond the scale in terms of signs that we are progressing, that we are growing, that we are learning, that we are moving forward. Um, Yes, we can also look at the scale. We can take measurements. We can take progress pictures, um, pay attention to how our clothes are fitting, that kind of stuff. But those metrics aren't always linear. Um, And even when weight loss is your goal, those metrics aren't always going to be enough to show the work that you're putting in. Um, and to help keep you going when things are inevitably going to quote unquote plateau or how many times have I said quote unquote today? (laughs) My gosh, (laughs) plateau or move backwards a little bit or whatever, you know, um, I don't even love that language, but yeah. Yeah. I think just like final takeaways here then like the scale doesn't say shit about who you are as a person. It Mm -hmm. rarely reflects the hard work that you're putting in. And so this is just us with a gentle reminder to spread your wings and broaden your, like, I guess, um, what am I trying to say? I was going to say broaden your horizon. I was like, oh, (laughs) Um, but just really take a broad look at the ways in which you are putting in work and be able to identify the progress in other areas is Mm -hmm. just so so important can prevent us from making like drastic changes especially for the folks who are kind of doing this on their own without a coach it can be super easy to be like uh it's been a few weeks I haven't seen any change I'm gonna just like scrap it abandon abandon the plan freak out make some drastic changes which usually results in like dipping calories super low yeah but this is a reminder to give it time look elsewhere for those moments of success Um, And chances are, if you're seeing improvements in other areas, you're on the right track. So stick with it. Mm -hmm. And we're never here to tell anyone what their goals should be. Um, And working towards body composition goals is something that lots of us have goals towards. And we're 100% on board to help with that. 
but also just a reminder that like, there is so much more to life and to our experience as humans than looking a certain way or being a certain size. And so even if you are working towards body composition goals, recognizing that there are so many other things going on and so many other benefits to the habits you're working on and the changes you're trying to make, et cetera, is going to have such a big effect on your consistency, your enjoyment of the process. I always like to, if we have clients that are getting stuck in the physical process or progress, um, and are kind of like hyper-focused on the scale or pictures or whatever, I always like to ask the question, if your body didn't change, if you looked exactly the same, would you still exercise and eat healthy? And sometimes people say no, and that's okay. That means that they're not at a point where they've recognized all of the other benefits yet. Um, But oftentimes people would say they would still do it, right? And that just speaks to the, the idea that there is so much more benefit to building this awareness and building these habits, um, and aligning our movement and our nutrition with the types of people we want to be and not just focusing on it as a means to a certain body composition Mm -hmm. for sure. Okay. Anything else to add? No, I think that's a great place to close. Cool. Um, we need a fuck yes and fuck no though. Um, fuck yes. Coffee in bed. I have my fuck no to go with it though. <laughs> okay, fuck no. When my beautiful angel dog comes in and destroys the whole beautiful serenity Set that was my morning. She comes in and curls down for a minute and it's like, oh, this is amazing. She's finally like chilling out. And then she looks over, gives me that look. You can see that little glimmer yeah. in the eye. And then she just goes and attacks my arm. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Were you holding the coffee? Of course. Yeah, good. Good, good, good. It's funny that you said fuck yes to coffee in bed because my fuck yes for today was going to be reducing my coffee intake (laughs) (laughs) because I have been not drinking very much coffee lately. And I just like feel like it's had such a positive effect on like my anxiety and just mindset in general. So that's my fuck yes for today. Thanks. Yeah. Definitely missing out on like the coffee poops though, you know? Uh, I don't know. I'm so regular without it. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I am very much like take that sip and then it's like, okay, let's go. Bye. Yeah. It's so funny. Oh, and then I, that leads me to a fuck no of like, I was thinking about this before we got on this podcast today. Um, do men just not look at the toilet when they're done flushing? <laughs> I can't. I can't like, this conversation. I'm just like, do they not look at the toilet? Like, come on. <laughs> I came in the basement and I never come down here because it's like Brad's area. He's going to hate me. He doesn't listen to the podcast anyways. Um, but yeah. And I like go in the bathroom and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, come on. Animal guys. has been looking yeah. downstairs. <laughs> Seriously. What kind of raccoon has gone yeah. in and had Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, okay, let's leave it at that before this gets a little too carried away. Um, thank you all. Yeah, definitely not alone. Um, thank you all for being here today. Hopefully this is helpful and gave you a few things to think about on your own journey, regardless of where you're at. And we will see you all next episode. Sweet. Thanks, everyone. 
Bye.